This is The Drive Podcast with Josh Graham. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Check out The Drive weekday afternoons at 3 on WSJS Sports. If you ain't first, you're last. Wake Forest winners on Deacon Dega Saturday against Syracuse in overtime. They spliced in Talladega Knights clips during the entire game. And also they gave out the t-shirts, which was very popular. Steve Forbes joins the show now. You've told us in the past that you're big on World War II movies. I think you mentioned that you really like the movie Schindler's List. I don't think that would work great for a game promotion. I know you really like uh, Christmas Vacation. We saw that last month. And I know you're a big fan of Talladega Nights, so we saw that promotion. What are some other Steve Forbes favorites that we might see incorporated in promotions in the future? Well, you can't do Saving Private Ryan. That would be too uh, too graphic. You know, I'm a big fan of Animal House. Nineteen mm. um, uh, Caddyshack, like Caddyshack. You know, I mean, this is just straight off the top of my head now, Josh. I haven't put any thought to this, so. You know, it's kind of like Jeopardy. You just go with the first things in your head. And I'd say Animal House, Caddyshack would be um, right up there with some of my more favorite movies. Okay. Well, let's workshop that real quick. How about instead of the the classic navy blue Blutarski college sweatshirt, it's instead a, a Deacon gold sweatshirt that has black college written across the front. The only problem is we're going to have to explain to our students probably what that movie is all about because I, some majority of them probably haven't seen it. Um, you know, Blutarski sitting there at the lunch table, and what am I? I'm a big zit, and he pops those uh, mashed potatoes all over the place. I thought that was that was one of my more favorite moments. If you were to ask someone before the year, what are the chances Wake Forest is 13-3 and going into the Duke game, they probably would say 0.0. But uh, now you're facing Duke Wednesday night, and Duke's coming off a loss. Jeff Lebo, who's now an assistant at uh, North Carolina, he used to tell me when they're playing a team coming off a loss, the team they were playing is crispy. That's what he'd say. Oh, this team's going to be crispy coming in. How crispy do you expect Coach K's group to be when they uh, go into the Joel Wednesday afternoon? Well, I think KFC used to have extra crispy. I think they did. I don't remember, but uh, I would say they'd be extra crispy. And, you know, um, it's just natural, right? I mean, we were that way this week. We had a different edge to us. I don't want to say in the game. I I would tell you in practice, there's a sense of a little bit different sense of urgency. I think it's disrespectful to any program, the one that's coming there, the one they're playing to say they've been, now they got your attention. I don't believe that. I believe we've always got our opponents' attention, and and same with us. And so, but I do think, yeah, there's a different probably level of urgency. And then you probably, and that's why you see people like Nick Saban always on edge because they win so much. He wins so much, he knows he has to keep that edge, and it's hard to do that when you when you win at a high rate. Steve Forbes with us here on WSJS Sports. Alabama getting set for Georgia tonight. Speaking of Nick Saban there, a game we'll have right here on WSJS Sports a little bit later on. Last week, about a week ago, Josh Pasner said he was going to try and surprise Coach K with Bobby Crimmins at Cameron, but something fell through at the end. Do you have any retirement gift ideas for Coach K? Oh, I got one, but I'm going to keep that to myself. Um, but I won't be handing it 
I won't be giving it to him over here because there's a lot of season left and um, we still got to play each other again and maybe again, who knows? Maybe again after that, who knows, you know? So when the time is right, um, I'll, I'll make sure that I deliver it to him. So which Duke lineup watching this team on Saturday night, but really just preparing for Wednesday, has stood out to you the most when you watch them? I don't know about a lineup. I haven't watched them like that. I mean, I just know their players, you know, and, and I know they could play big, they could play small. Or it's not small, but they could play smaller. You know, I'm a big fan of Mark Williams in the post. I think he's a really good player. I thought he improved about as much more than they played our league last year, but I know they can slide him out and put Ben Carroll to five and, you know, put Griffin at four and they could play different. Um, and that's, uh, that's why they're good. And, and I believe that's why we have a chance to be good too, because we can do the same thing. We can play big, we can play small. And you have to have that versatility in your lineup. And, you know, they've got really good guards. Moore has really come on the scene this year. Not that he was ever not, but I think he's really, more than just the scoring and all that. I think he's been a great leader for their team. You know, Keels is one of the better freshman players in the, in the country. And Roach is, you know, he's, he's, got, he's a veteran. He's been around. And so you bring Johns off the bench, he's big. And Baker, I mean, they've got a pretty good, they've got a really good lineup. Dallas Walton was unbelievable for you guys Saturday. Maybe the most important player in you guys beating Syracuse. Do you think, given what you just described in the post, how they can go smaller with Paulo at the five or Mark Williams there for the lion's share, do you think this is a game better suited for Walton inside or maybe Hadim C getting more time at the five? Oh, I think Dallas will get the time at the five. Hadeem's been spending the majority of his time at the four, and we've been playing Jake Ravy a lot at the three, and Musius at the two, and Williams at the one, just based on the fact that Davian Williamson hasn't been available for the last two games. And so, um, I mean, I would see, I would think that you'll see um, Dallas at the five the majority of the time, and that that's an example of us being one of the bigger teams in college basketball. They got a six five point guard and a six eight two and a six eight three and a six ten one and seven foot five. You got legit size. And I thought that lineup made it very hard for uh for Syracuse to score on on Saturday. Does Alondis Williams remind you of anybody you've coached? Because what most impressed me, it's not just the scoring, which you've talked about quite a bit, but also his ability he he has one assist for the first 39 minutes of the basketball game, and then he has two or three of the most important assists in the game against Syracuse. Does he remind you of anybody you've been around? Boy, I don't, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. Probably not, you know, just because of his ability to do both. Very few people can do that. Um, You know, even like Fred Van Fleet wasn't a great scorer in college. He actually was a better scorer in the NBA. Um, you know, I think about him, who's obviously going to probably should be an NBA All-Star. But, um, you know, Lonis, to me, again, the most impressive thing that's been with me through since I've started coaching is his ability to pass the ball and his unselfishness and his willingness to give it up. And he's now done that twice. You know, he did it to win the game against Charlotte and he did it to tie the game against Syracuse on Saturday. But he's got great size and he's got great vision. And he's got feel, and that's sometimes that feel, that basketball IQ. That I'm not sure how much you can teach that either. Sometimes you either have it or you don't. And he's got a really, he's got really, really good vision. If you go back and watch that play that he made, that pass that he made, 
not very many people can make that pass. And that thing was on time, on target. It had to be zipped. He looked one way, went the other. It, it was it was it was a heck of a pass. Steve Forbes with us here, Wake basketball coach. Which uh, with fans in the stands for the Duke game this time around, what percentage chance would you give that you get a double tech and get tossed? No, I'm not doing that. I told Coach K that this summer I was I was going to stick around for the for the end. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I didn't want to do it last year. I thought it was a week that they throw me out in the first place, and so. Um, but you know we got past it. I mean it is what it is, and obviously we're in the wrong. But um, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get tossed. Anything we can expect to see on Tie Dye Nation night? Like, what do you expect it to look like being a part of it for the first time? Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure. You know, I, I would, I would imagine, I would guess we're gonna have a great crowd. I thought we had a really good crowd on Saturday. You know, we were pushing seven, eight thousand people. Um, we're continuing to gain momentum and get people back. It's hard, Josh, when you lose your fan base and, and when you've been out, you know, ten years of you know not having a lot of success. People find other ways to spend their money. They find other ways how to spend their time. And so, um, I've been very patient with this, and, and I know the best marketing tool is not Deacon Dega. The best marketing tool is winning. And, uh, and having a team that people enjoy and people want to watch play, and we have that. And so we're starting, you know, to gain that momentum again. And it's really important for us to have for us to have success now and in the future. We, we need a home court advantage. And I would, my guess is that you know Wednesday we'll continue to build on what we did on Saturday. Wednesday night, seven o'clock. It is Wake Forest versus Duke. Coach Forbes, really do appreciate you spending the time as you do every other week during the season. Always a pleasure, Josh. You know, I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite uh, Talladega Knights. Uh, okay, was. okay, fine. Well, well, we'll do that. Let's do this right now because the entire game. You don't know this, but I live tweeted the entire basketball game you did? with no, only I saw, quotes. I, saw, I thought it was classic. I thought it was really good. Thank you. I want to give you credit for that. Um, you know, there's a lot we can't repeat on this family show. <laughs> so, because I used to drink Code Red. You know what Code Red is. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah, When I'm out recruiting late at night, I gotta swallow. I gotta pound the code red just to make it home. So I'm gonna go with Chip. I'm jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. Now I don't know what a spider monkey is. I don't even know if they even exist. But I know if you're jacked up on Mountain Dew, you're ready to go. Can I tell you my favorite Talladega Nights quote? <laughs> what? To quote the great late Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too drunk. To taste this chicken. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, that movie's unbelievable. Oh, and, and while I got you here, I, I never told this story on air. I remember Sarah Bradford was showing me around Charlottesville for the first time, and uh, I was standing there on the beautiful part of campus. She's really excited about it. You texted me for some reason, like some Talladega Nights quotes, and she got <laughs> mad at me because I wasn't paying enough attention to the campus, and I was texting you Talladega Nights quote. I mean, Talladega Nights, University of Virginia, I don't think they really go hand in hand. You know, that's where I'm from, baby. Steve, congrats on the win Saturday. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Steve. There he goes, Steve Forbes, joining us as he does every other week on WSJN Sports. I was just going to let him go. How many basketball coaches say, well, Josh, I don't know why he didn't ask me my favorite line. I'm telling Nights. I don't know, Robert. Do you have a favorite? Because for me, 
I couldn't even get through it without laughing. Uh, to quote the great Colonel Sanders, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Uh, probably, hell, I was high when I said that, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, you could be second or third, or even fourth. You could be fourth. I don't know what's coming up next, but I'm sure it's going to be good. You're listening to a Monday Drive.